The Atlanta Braves had a big weekend sweeping the Miami Marlins and picking up two games against the New York Mets in the NL East, and they enter Tuesday just one game back of the division lead. The offense was great. The pitching was great, and Marcelo Zuna returned to the lineup and contributed as well. We'll also give you our weekly minor league update on this episode of Lockdown Braves, so let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I'm your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shorts.ball. Check out my bio there to see where I'm covering the game of baseball, including the Atlanta Braves in written form over at tomahawktake.com. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback you have for the podcast. Subscribe to us on new on YouTube if you are new. Hit that subscribe button, hit that thumbs up button, and that notification bell. Also, make sure that you subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And as always, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen each and every day. Hope you all had a great Labor Day weekend. I appreciate you be, uh, bearing with me as I took some time off there. Nice vacation with the family, but glad to be back at it. And we are now in the final stretch of the Major League Baseball season, and the Braves are right there in the NL East after a big weekend. We're going to talk about all of that, the Braves sweep, the Marlins losing to the Nats. We'll also give you our weekly minor league update and set you up for this quick two-game set against the A's. So the Braves had a good homestand. They lost the first game of that homestand, but then came back to win the next five and swept the Marlins over the weekend. And for me, this was a very impressive sweep for the Atlanta Braves. I talked about it on Friday, the pitching they had to go up against in this series. And the Braves offense was struggling a little bit coming into that weekend. And they went in there and took down Sandy Alcantara, Edward Cabrera, and Pablo Lopez to sweep that series. And the Braves pitching obviously was great. We'll talk about that. But the offense really kind of broke out. And to make it even better, the Mets lost two of three to the Washington Nationals. So the Braves picked up two games over the weekend and are now entering Tuesday. I know I'm recording this late on Tuesday night, and the Mets are currently losing right now to the Pirates, but the Braves entered Tuesday just one game back of the New York Mets in the NL East. So it was a huge weekend for the Atlanta Braves. Again, I thought it was a big series win, an impressive series win. I know the Marlins aren't great. Their offense certainly isn't, but that pitching staff is really good. And I thought the at-bats from the Braves were great. And that's where I want to focus next. The Braves offense kind of snapping out of it. Like I said earlier last week, we're not great really at the end of that Cardinals series and carrying over into the next week. But they really had some good at-bats against some great Marlins pitching. They got six runs on seven hits and a walk over five innings against potential NL Cy Young winner Sandy Alcantara. I know he hasn't been as great over the last month or so, but still one of the best pitchers in all of baseball, and I think probably still a front runner to win the NL Cy Young. So those were some great at-bats there on Friday. On Saturday, 
Only got one run off of Edward Cabrera, four hits and three walks, but got him out of there after five innings, made him throw 98 pitches. So, again, I thought that was another good effort by the offense to get a good pitcher out of them there early, make him work. We're able to at least scratch a run across on him. And then on Sunday, got two earned on five hits and a walk over four innings against Pablo Lopez. He threw 75 pitches in those four innings, didn't come back out after a lengthy rain delay, but still had some good at-bats against him while he was in the game. Overall on the weekend against the Marlins, again, a very good Marlins pitching staff, 16 runs scored, 27 hits, 15 walks to 13 uh, to six, uh, six doubles, seven home runs. Still had a, a lot of strikeouts, and you know that's part of their game, and you understand that, but still really impressive work by the Braves offense over the weekend. And in particular, a couple of notable um, notables guys over the weekend who performed well. Austin Riley, homered in four straight games, homered in the first two games of that Marlins series before going over five on Sunday. During that streak he had going on, he was 11 for 26 at the plate, four homers, two doubles. So Riley certainly heating back up. Hopefully Sunday was just a little blip in the radar and he'll pick things back up on Tuesday night as they begin a West Coast trip. And then maybe the biggest surprise of the weekend, Marcelo Zuna returned to the lineup. And not only did he return, but he was quite the contributor at the plate. Played in all three games against the Marlins, went four for nine, had a double, a homer, a walk, and just one strikeout. That, you know, really after not playing for a couple of weeks, that's pretty impressive to come back and do. Like it or not, and I've gone on the record many times saying I don't want him as part of this team. I, I hope they find a way to get rid of him in the offseason. But as Brian Snicker has said, he is part of this team, and if he's part of this team, Brian Snicker is going to use him when he feels like he needs to. And look, Eddie Rosario hasn't been getting it done. Robbie Grossman has cooled off a bit. So he's putting Marcelo Zuna out there to see what he can do. Look, as bad as Ozuna has been over the past two years, we know what he's capable of. And he's capable of getting hot at any moment and really just going off. And, you know, maybe sitting down for two weeks, maybe his second arrest since being with the Braves. Maybe finally, you know, he's starting to something starting to click for him and light up. And maybe he has finally decided to, you know, put all of that out and, and you know, become a, a crucial member of this team and realize, you know, how fleeting it can be. And maybe he's been humbled a little bit. I can only hope that's the case, but certainly, you know, definitely stepped up over the weekend against some good pitching and came up with some big hits. So Marcelo Zuna returning to the lineup. We'll see what that holds going forward. I talked about the offense, but the pitching over the weekend, I mean, just incredible. They allowed three runs on the weekend, one run per game, allowed just 13 hits, nine walks, three walks a game. Not great, but still, you're not giving up a lot of hits in between that. And Marlins offense, not really all that great, not very powerful, so not really worried about the home run ball and 33 strikeouts. So the, the pitching was just phenomenal. You know, Morton had a solid five and two-thirds innings after a rough start his last time out. Odorizzi gets scratched on Saturday with arm fatigue, and Bryce Elder comes up and throws six shutout innings. It's just great right now to know that if you have a guy that, you know, like Kyle Wright, like Odorizzi, like Freed who had the concussion issues, you have some guys who you maybe need to get some rest and maybe keep them fresh for down the stretch. 
you can skip them a start and call up Bryce Elder or call up uh, Kyle Muller and feel pretty confident and comfortable about what you're going to get, not to mention, you know, Ian Anderson. You know, you have three guys at Gwinnett right now that you can call up and feel pretty confident, you know, against certain teams that you can get a good outing out of them and at least get a chance to win. And Bryce Elder did that on Saturday. And then Max Reed, after, you know, a really rough outing his last time out, bounces back on Sunday with five no-hit innings before that lengthy rain delay. So that was great to see as well. And look, the Marlins offense isn't great. I get all that. But still, what the pitching was able to do is quite impressive. And I hate to end on a bad note here, but I have to mention Saturday's game and another blown save for Kenley Jansen, another one-run game, and he's not able to hold on to the lead. Now, look, I, breaking down this this performance from him, the first hit he gave up, it's a bloop hit, hit 67.9 miles per hour. It was actually a really good pitch, a cutter up and in that the hitter just kind of fought off, and it dropped right in between Grossman and Matt Olson in right field. That's a tough break there. The next batter, Brian Anderson, he threw some good pitches to him, but on the fifth one, a slider, left it out over the plate, and Brian Anderson hit it hard through the hole on the ground. Then he walked. Uh, Blade to load the bases with no outs. You could tell, you know, in that Blade at bat, he's kind of fighting himself. I'm sure it's in the back of his mind right now that he knows he's not clicking on all cylinders. And he walks Blade to load the bases. And then he gave up a liner on a cutter right down the middle. Was really fortunate that that ball went right to Robbie Grossman. It was just a sack fly and not a lot more. Then he threw some good cutters to LeBlanc, got him to pop out for the second out of the inning. And it looked like maybe he was going to get out of it, just giving up the one run. Then he had a lengthy delay as the umpire took one off the face mask and actually had to leave the game. A bit of a scary moment there. And after the long delay, rightfully so, Brian Snicker decided to go with Tyler Matzik, who came on and finished the inning, got them out of that jam. Kenley Jensen had already thrown 24 pitches anyway. And the Braves went on to get the walk-off walk on a Saturday night. So, Look, Kenley, Jan- Kenley Jansen's not right at the moment. The Braves need him to get right, and Brian Sinker's going to continue to put him out there, but he is certainly not right at the moment, and the Braves need to fix that. He needs to fix that and figure that out. Now, a lot of what happened on Saturday, I think, is just some bad luck. Really, the sack fly was the only hard-hit ball in the air, at least, that Kenley Jansen gave up. The Brian Anderson ball you know, was hit hard, but just happened to find a hole in the infield. But the bloop hit to start the inning is just frustrating. And then I've talked about when a runner gets on, you know, he tried to do better, pick a, you know, checking on the runner at first base. But it just seems like that runner is coming around to score far too frequently. And that's something that Kenley Jansen has to fix. But like I said, Brian Snicker is going to continue to roll him out there until he does. But overall, a great weekend for the Atlanta Braves. A sweep of the Marlins and the Mets losing two out of three. Certainly a good weekend there for the Braves and hopefully something that continues. All right, next, I want to look at the minor league updates of the week, talking about some of the Braves' top prospects and how they fared last week. We'll talk about that next. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small businesses fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. 
Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. It's our weekly minor league update. Going to talk about the top Braves prospects and then some of the top performers at each level. Kyle Muller, seven innings, six hits, four walks, two earned, four strikeouts. Certainly don't love the walk totals there from Kyle Muller, something that he struggled with at times when coming up to the big leagues. So you hate to see that, but great to see him be able to get through six, seven innings despite all of that and only give up two earned runs. Jared Schuster, five innings, four hits, two walks, four runs, just two of them earned, and just two strikeouts. Continues to be a bit of a struggle for Jared Schuster at the AAA level. I mentioned Bryce Elder came up and pitched for the Braves. He's now come and pitched for the Braves twice over the last month or so, both of them against the Marlins. And in those two games, he's pitched 13 innings, allowed just one run on five hits and five walks with 16 strikeouts. So certainly love what he's doing against the Marlins when he gets called up. Owen Murphy had a rough outing, his first really rough outing as a professional, made it just a third of an inning, gave up two hits, three walks, five earned runs. His one out was a strikeout. And then J.R. Ritchie, he had his first real struggle as a starter as well. Two innings, two hits, three walks, two earned, and three Ks. Neither of those guys have really struggled with walks early in their professional career, but both of them did this past week. Darius Vines, four and two-thirds innings, four hits, three walks. Everybody's struggling with walks this past week. Three earned runs and four strikeouts. Freddie Tarnock didn't pitch this last week. Not really sure on that. I'll see if I can get you an update. Justin Henry Malloy, four for 16 at the plate, a double, six walks, and three runs scored. So he continues to swing a good bat. And then A.J. smith Shaver still down as well. Ed Gwinnett, Hernan Perez, four for, five for 14 at the plate, a double, and a home run. So a very good week for him. At Mississippi, Cody Milligan with a three, uh, just uh, played just three games, five for nine, four walks, and just one strikeout. So a good week for him. Jalen Miller had three doubles this past week and then some really good pitching performances at Mississippi. Dylan Dodd, six innings, four hits, no walks, two runs, just one earned and nine strikeouts. So a very, very good performance from him. Tanner Gordon, five innings, three hits, two walks, one earned and six strikeouts. At Rome, Brandon Mosquita was six for 17 at the plate. Really good for him. He's been struggling since coming up to Rome, but a big week for him to get going. And then Roiber Salinas, five innings, three hits, just one walk. Walks have been a big problem for Roiber. And then one earned run and nine strikeouts. Strikeouts have not been a problem for him. So a very good outing from Roiber Salinas. And then with Augusta, Peyton Williams, six innings pitched over two games out of the bullpen, gave up just two hits, no walks, no earned, and nine strikeouts. Cedric DeGrandpre, uh, DeGrandpre, uh, three and two-thirds innings, two hits, no walks, no earned, five strikeouts. And then at the plate, Ethan, Ethan Workinger, six for 14, two doubles, a homer, and six runs batted in. Not a great week for some of the recent draft picks uh, at Augusta, whether it be, you know, Drake Baldwin, David McCabe, you know, Kevin Kilpatrick. Uh, really, none of those guys had a great week offensively. They've been great since, since joining Augusta, but 
just not this past week. And then Ian Anderson, five and two-thirds, nine hits, still going up a lot of hits, going up 19 hits in his last two outings, but did make it through five and two-thirds and only walked one batter, which is certainly what we're looking for with Ian, and just gave up two earned runs, gave up three in total, but just two of them earned and five strikeouts. So, again, we know Ian's working on things, so it's hard to really just focus on the results. But the one walk, five and two-thirds innings, you know, just two earned, five strikeouts, certainly something good to take away from that. And then Mike Soroka was really had his best game going at Gwinnett. Four innings a hit, no walks, no earned, and five strikeouts. But unfortunately, Rain cut his start short. Only got to throw 65 pitches. Was hoping to get him up to 90. So not sure what the plan will be with him now. I, I would imagine for sure now that he'll make at least one more rehab start. But certainly encouraging signs for him as he was in the midst of a great outing for Gwinnett his last time out. Hopefully he can build upon that and have a great outing when he does start again. All right, next we'll turn our attention to the A's who will be starting a two game series with them here pretty shortly. As I get this posted late on Tuesday night, we'll discuss that next. If you haven't tried built bar puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys and they have a great new flavor coming out. My new favorite. It's the cookie dough chunk puff. They're light and have a chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. It's all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, they're healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and have a whopping 15 grams of protein. So run to built.com now and snag a box for you and the family, or just snag one for yourself and put it in your favorite hiding place. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. And what's great about Built Bars is that all bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently. You're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. So head to Built.com right now and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 or LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. So I appreciate your patience with me as I'm just coming off a long road trip and a great vacation over the Labor Day weekend. Again, hope you all had a great one as well. But excited to get back into the stretch run for the Atlanta Braves, and it begins on Tuesday night as they go up against the Oakland A's, a quick two-game set. And it's Kyle Wright versus Cole Irvin on Tuesday night. Again, here in just a couple of hours as I get, as I record this, and Cole Irvin's had a really sneaky good season over there in Oakland. He's 7 and 11, but has a 335 ERA, a 1.06 whip, 147 and two thirds innings, just 27 walks, and just 104 strikeouts. So doesn't walk a lot, doesn't strike out a lot. And you can see the success that he's having. And his last seven starts, though, a 397 ERA, just a 1.06 whip still, 45 and a third innings, seven walks, 34 strikeouts. He had gone 11 games in a row going at least six innings until his last start where he lasted just five and a third against the Nats. His baseball savant page, it's filled with a lot of blue except for his walk percentage and his chase rate. So again, doesn't walk a lot of batters, does get some chases. I think part of that is the fact that he throws four pitches 18% of the time or more. So he really relies on deception, keeping hitters off balance. And for whatever reason, People aren't able to hit his four-seam fastball this year, which averages 90.7 miles per hour and ranks in the fourth percentile in terms of fastball spin rate. But hitters are batting under 200 against that pitch this year. 
Again, I think a lot of that has to do with his pitch mix and how he is using that effectively and keeping hitters off balance. As for Kyle Wright, he's three wins away from 20, so would love to see him take a step closer to that. On Tuesday night, he's been excellent his last four starts, giving up just three earned runs, over 26 innings, five walks, 26 strikeouts. So would love to see another great performance from Kyle Wright. And again, get closer to that 20-win mark, which I think would be just an amazing accomplishment for him. And just as for the Braves in a total, in total, got to keep on winning. I mentioned, um, you know, the New York Mets dropped two to the Nationals over the weekend. And as I'm recording now, the Mets are down four to nothing to the Pittsburgh Pirates in the fifth inning. So the Braves are actually getting a little bit of help. Now they got to help themselves by continuing to win these games that they should. And hopefully they do that on Tuesday and Wednesday night against the A's. Thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. We'll be back tomorrow talking about Tuesday night's game and hopefully talking about the Braves being tied with the Mets in the NL East. Now make your second listen of the day, the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Lockdown Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Lockdown Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. You can follow me at Shortstop Bull. Also, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 